Hey everyone, welcome to the GIST Podcast. If you're tired of being comfortable and want to take on living life from the context of 100% fuck yeah, join us each week as we share lessons we're experiencing in this crazy game called life. We invite you to play along and get your shit together. Take responsibility for how your life is currently going and at the same time, take on new, fun, and sometimes crazy shit. We promise to challenge your thinking by being vulnerable, authentic, and straight up with what we're dealing with, what doesn't work, and what can. Be warned, this is not your grandma's podcast. Awesome. Well, I'm here with my trusty, dusty, rusty notepad. Oh, you're not gonna open that, are you? Are we recording? We're, we are recording. Okay, three, two, one. Oh, <laughs> welcome! Recording on a Friday night. You're that doesn't Friday. happen very often. No, it doesn't happen very often. I like the energy of Friday. I love Fridays. Not because it's like ignoring all the rest of what's gone on and uh, time to just drop the ball everywhere and just like let her loose. Right. No. It used to be why I like Fridays. It, it, it did used to be. So maybe that's, it's still got an an aura of that kind of connected to it, but right. it's more from a place of like, here's what's just take a moment and reflect on what's happened right. in this intense week. And, and, uh, enjoy it, um, honor it, uh, celebrate it, you know, that, that type. That's what Fridays are like. Yeah. And then you get to like, look forward to, this is going to be such a great weekend, right? That's what I'm, I'm excited about this weekend. Just yeah, man, you are on a, a bit of an adventure. <laughs> yeah, this heading, weekend heading to uh, well, just Canmore, but we're going to go to Banff on just Sunday. Just Canmore. Look at him, just I know, dismissing right? it and I know, and just making that. it smaller and insignificant. Welcome to being a human being. You know, no big deal. Just Canmore. Yeah. Like if I lived in New Brunswick and we were going to Canmore, that would be a big deal. That would be a big deal. So I'm going to Canmore with my family, and then we're going to go. Uh, and so I'm going to have my wife has an event to do, and I'm going to have some pool time with my kids on Saturday at the at the hotel while at the hotel doing her event because it's not very warm out anymore. Uh, yeah, no, like hotel fall is approaching quickly uh, man i can feel that crispness in the air already i love it dude me too i love that i do and i'm, I'm not i'm one of those weird people too that i don't complain very much about winter like i me either i don't mind it like the cold the wind the snow doesn't bother me i always joke with people and say it gives me something to look forward to <laughs> <laughs> but i i'm actually kind of fascinated by it so I, I i like a good snowstorm but you don't do any snow sports do you not really. I'd like to get into it. it makes me feel better because I, I don't do any either. I just did uh, not an actual outdoor climb, but I did the rock wall last week oh, or whatever week okay. I was away in, in Banff for uh, the Advocates Banff School. Man, it was fun and it was humbling. I mean, I knew obviously climbing walls is hard, but knowing that it's hard and actually doing it is a lot different. And totally. Very challenging. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go with my family, going to have some pool time, which is going to be awesome. And then on Sunday, we're actually going to drive up to Banff from Canmore to, um, kind of have a day there. But when I was in Banff staying, I left my pillow there. 
So we've already called and they've got it set aside and I'm going to get my pillow back. So I'm pretty excited about that. We had some, uh, some resignations around your week, your weekend, where you were going, what it might look like, uh, living into your future a little bit. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that, man. Well, first of all, I have to acknowledge, like, welcome to the Just Podcast. <laughs> we did not do that. No, we we're might just have done that at the cracking of beers. Yeah, we're so we should have because that would have been great timing. But um, episode thirty-seven. Wow, awesome! And it's been a bit of a layoff, and I'm actually really pumped to be here. So um, yeah. So with that said, uh, yeah, I was. I, I've had. I had an interesting week. Um. And it really, it's funny how, like, I, I knew that I was heading into this weekend to go have a full day with my kids at the pool, and I was going to get to hang out with them, and then hopefully they fall asleep, and I get to actually have a conversation with my wife on Saturday night. That would be so fun. Quote, um, unquote, conversation. Yeah, quote. We, hopefully that gets a little X-rated, but we'll see. But anyways, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and, and when you're going out of town with your family and everything's fine... And, but, you, but money is tight. This is a critical thing because I think a lot of people <clears throat> deal with this and they don't, they don't express it. They don't talk to their friends about it or anyone because... Yeah, it's a thing that you should have sorted out. Yeah, you should have it sorted out. What do you mean? You know, whatever. So, or, or people will just... They'll just resign to do it the ordinary way and maybe they'll rack up the credit card a bit and just worry about it later. And I'm just really not committed to that. So it was like, oh man, like this sucks. Like the kids, and I don't like saying no to my kids. And when you're in Banff and you're at the hotel and you're doing, you know, it's nice to be able to even just like hot chocolate. Yeah, do some things, the little right? things. Little things. And, and, and it was, and it was that close to the wire for us right now being, you know, being entrepreneurs and doing the stuff that we do. Like we don't get the regular every Friday or every 15th and 30th. Like we don't get paid like that. It's not how it works. So I've had a very busy summer, a lot of business happening, and there's still a process to that business you, to get compensated. Totally. Right? And I'm not really in There's a certain percentage of that process that I'm in control of, and the rest of it, the most critical parts, <laughs> are out of my hands. So that's kind of a lot was hinging on that because, you know, there's bills and stuff too. And I was just making it really heavy mm. and then having to go to my wife and be like, oh, hey, guess what? We're still broke. <laughs> like money's coming and it's not here yet. So surprise heading in there. And, um, and yeah, I got, I don't know, Christmas came earlier to early today. I was saying to you earlier, I don't need to get into the big story of it, but I was expecting some compensation today and it did not show up. And that's how my morning started. I'm like, okay, cool. So what is this weekend now going to look like? Like, what's this going to look like? Who am I going to be? Because the weekend's still happening. The weekend's going to happen regardless. The place you're going, you're still going. I'm still to. going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it was like a conversation about like, what's that going to look like and who am I going to be, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, taking care of a bunch of other stuff. And then for, for a specific reason to do with a client, I actually had to log on to my online banking to test something out. And when I did that, I was like, oh, snap. I saw like a bunch of cash in my bank account. So I was like, weird. It was from a totally different company that I wasn't expecting to be compensated by. So I was like, you guys, old faithful, you came through. Like, wow, it's <laughs> shocking. So anyway, needless awesome. to say, well, what was interesting about it, which we talked about, was how that completely shifted. And it kind of didn't completely shift because I stopped it. Because I noticed it. It completely shifted my whole way of being, right? And I noticed it in the moment. I was like, Whoa, that is so not cool. To be clear, that when you 
did get it or when you didn't get it? When you realized that you, you didn't get it? No, when well, you did get thing. it. When I when I didn't get it, it was kind of expected and right. and to be totally straight, I was kind of already in a shitty mood all week. Yeah. Right? Because it's like a little bit more of what yeah, you expected. Like, yeah, that's what I thought. Totally <laughs> fucking life. But uh, yeah, right? So then, um, so no, it shifted my energy in the sense that I was like, oh, snap. Like I became connected instantly again to like possibility, which. Money is, when money. it's scarce, is fucked up how it does that. Yeah, I think that a lot of people probably don't want to have that conversation but I think a lot of people have that going on whether you're an employee or an entrepreneur it doesn't matter when money's tight life sucks a little bit more it's kind of like wow that kind of sucks right and I just I don't I don't want that to be the thing that makes life better money right like obviously it it's necessary necessary creates more opportunities yada 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 but it's like I've got a lot of really great things in my life and for me to take a vacation from being awesome all week because I was broke, it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. There is an ongoing conversation with those in the upper levels of success that constantly talk about that money isn't everything. When, when you get the money... It's kind of like you realize it then, right? You, you realize it then. Here's, here's the thing. So for a long time, and it was only up until recently, so it's, it's no coincidence that we're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Up until recently, their statements of, listen, money isn't everything. And hey, look at my garage and 10 cars. <laughs> right. I'm like, fuck you yeah. and your money and your cars. And like... I. It was just really hard to appreciate it, where they were coming from, or, 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 you know, the arrogance, the nerve. Yeah. Come on, guys. Like, in, yeah. in the end, when we're at, the, when we're, when you're at this level down here, uh, it does make a big difference. Well, but, but, and hold on. Yeah, sure. So, what happened was there was another, uh, some sort of webinar uh, about uh, the conversation of sales and, and, and how to be a good salesperson and, and getting out of that coercion mentality, uh, which I'm a big fan of, by totally. the way. Totally. Uh, it is not about trying to convince somebody to, to buy your thing because they feel pressured into it. That doesn't work. Um, that's, by the way, that's called masculine selling. Yeah, totally. totally. <laughs> and, and she was all about... Uh, the, the the more uh, feminine, if we were going to uh, you know sure. label it that way, the uh, the getting connected to, and she created this really eloquently. Sales is love. Absolutely, I, I really love that love uh, that framing because that is uh, really where I see the big difference being made. My point is, she talks about. I dropped my pen. <laughs> she talks about um, that money's not a big deal, and. I don't know what happened in my world recently to no longer have that background conversation of, yeah, but you got to do <laughs> Are you going to be okay over there? I'm good. Hold on. All right. All right. And I, f- I feel like something shifted. Something shifted. Now, I, my bank account is not something to be proud of. I do not have 10 vehicles. I don't even have a fucking garage. So... Uh-huh. You know, it, it hasn't shifted for me yet, but I'm beginning to appreciate what they're speaking to. Well, I think, I, I, I really do believe that that actually is the first step 
or in the vein of the first step of creating. So saying I'm in, on the right path. Is that, is that what you're saying? I would think so because yeah. I, I think that anybody who who anchors like their happiness like actually is like oh my god one day when I get rich I'll be happy like when you actually anchor your happiness or fulfillment to that thing it's a real and, and you'll get it because you're going to be driven by it right probably from the wrong place and then when you quote unquote get there it's going to be a sad day because you're going to find out like oh wait a minute I'm actually not happy what mm. the fuck yeah I got all my money and where's where's my fucking smile because that's not the thing right like all that really does is it enhances the experience. It, it gives, creates more opportunity. It just makes things a little bit of, easier. It doesn't. What actually happy. makes the difference? Yes, that's right. Yeah, once you discover what it is that you really want—to be loved, to be accepted, to have a community, to whatever, to have support, and have people that you genuinely want to support and contribute to—that's what matters. And when you have money, you just get to have more of that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, that's the thing I think about, about money. Yeah, man, that is totally it. I got it. That I want to be more off and weird. Yes. That dude. is something I'm aspiring to. Absolutely. To be more off and weird. Well, I think we, we we definitely need more of that in our lives. Oh, man. everyone's too... Too serious. Too fucking serious. Too too, serious. too too worried, really. We're all walking around worried. What if I fart and someone hears it? Like Everyone's <laughs> so fucking worried about every little thing. Uh, I find it actually kind of strange, but, but I think it's 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 part of the fabric of our. It's how we operate. It's, it's where it comes from. It's all around us. We're influenced by it, whether we realize it or not. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's just there. It's time to make a change. Totally. Hey, man, I wanted to just mention. By the way, I really <laughs> I want to make a I want to make a spoof of one of those popular. I don't know marketing salesy videos that are out these days with all these you mean the funnels the sales funnels oh no but, but the guys who are fucking in their garage with their mercedes let me tell you how to sell all their different cars like i get what you're trying to do but man like well it's not about the cars it's not about the car it's not about the mansion but yet you felt compelled to like put that in your video oh like, is that in the background oh, really? I, didn't oh, that. I didn't see that it's like i don't even know how to so what do you want to create what, what's the spoof the spoof, have you thought about it the spoof is to i think the spoof would be i, I don't know where i get the cars and stuff but the spoof would be to because I, I, I to i don't actually want that shit I like kind of want some nice cars. Yeah, but the wealth and stuff that comes along with it, personally, I got some. I, I would have to be. Cars I, want. I would have to be ridiculously. I mean, and I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying I'd have to be ridiculously wealthy to own, like, let's say, a ten million dollar house. I, I don't even. I wouldn't even want it. It's just too much. I want like a really uh, kind of spiffed up, like everything that works for me. I want an. I want a house that's like like a bungalow. Like a really nice badass bungalow. I don't want a mansion, but anyway, that's a whole other point, another story. I just think it's hilarious how these guys come out, especially. It's always like a lot of them are like young, good-looking dudes, and they're telling the story about how they used to live in their car and now they own forty of them. And I'm sure some of them are actually legit, like they really are, like successful and doing well, and they probably want to contribute to you and help and all those things. I'm not taking away any of that. It's just like, come on, man, stop being such a fucking hack. Like, be honestly. The cars and the planes and shit in the background is, I don't know, to me it's just hacky. How would you do it? 
How would I do it? I would do it just like we're doing it right now. Mm. Like, what do I have to prove to you? Here's the thing. My life, I love it, and I'm fulfilled, and I'm wealthy and successful. I'm not saying that's me right now. I'm, I'm obviously building toward that. But why do I have to do anything different than that? Why do I have to show you my my Mercedes and my Ferrari? I would actually reserve that stuff to my inner circle. I don't need yeah. to show that to fucking bunch of strangers and be like, oh, look what I got that you don't have. And you can have it too if you fucked out of your ass and fucking did something. There's a, <laughs> a you're fucked if you do and you're fucked if you don't type. That that shows up. You know what? That probably appeals to a huge population. Like I and know. there are those that, prob- that, that sway the other side and say, those aren't your cars. That's not your house. Mm. You know, you're full of yeah. shit. And, and by the way, I want to make it clear that that's not me. Totally. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you're full of shit. I mean, they, some of them probably are too. But but like a guy, an example that I know of for a fact that he's doing well is Ty Lopez. Like everybody knows Ty Lopez. But some of his videos, like God bless him because I think that's actually the authentic version of himself. Like I saw one recently where he's talking about Bitcoin or something. And he's wearing some tricked out cowboy hat and he's at some farm or something. <laughs> and he's, awesome. he's always doing these selfie videos and, and it's like, God bless you, dude. But like the, when I first discovered that guy, he was one of the, maybe, maybe, maybe he started something. I have no idea. I didn't see a video like this before, but I saw a shitload after where he was walking around his mansion. You know, showing he all of his, he was showing all of his Corvettes and Ferraris and looks at this car and I hang out with this guy and I do these things and and I get he was probably genuinely trying to share. Yeah, I used to be a fucking loser and I hated my life and now this is what I'm up to. Like this is what I'm doing and it was pretty legit. Now he makes some different. I actually haven't seen one of those fancy car videos in him for him in a while, but I've seen some different ones now where he's showing like life experiences. Yeah. But I've seen these guys lately where they're. It's just getting more. Everything gets more extreme in our world. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Everyone's like, "Oh, he did a video with that great. I'm going to show a fucking private jet and a helicopter. Let's do this." You know, it's just like it's got to be like. You got to you got to yeah. one up the other person. Yeah. yeah that actually doesn't. That, that doesn't serve. The greater good. It perpetuates more of what doesn't work. It's the looking good, man. Yeah. Like I, that's what you said. What would I do? Like I, I, what we need more of. I'm of the opinion is just fucking real. Yeah. Like hey, we're, we're starved for it. Actually, we're totally starved for it. We're starved. I I so appreciate when I see. You know who I'm a huge fan of, and I might say this wrong. Uh, Jason Momoa. Momoa. Okay, I don't know if I've heard. He's like huge with the ladies right now. Big time actor. He's in all. He's in the superhero movie. He's in. Uh, he's he's um, Aquaman. Oh yeah, right. he's Aquaman. No, I know him. Yeah, yeah, he is popular and with the ladies. He's very popular with the ladies, and but he just seems like such a humble, down to earth dude, and he's so like grateful for what he has, like. He's like doing a, he posted a video that I saw recently where he's like at the airport in like Newfoundland and he's got his selfie, he's got his cell phone out and he's recording this like ridiculous react or are we good with audio? So he's in the airport at, in like Newfoundland and he's recording this selfie video of this woman who's like freaking out behind the counter because she knows who he is, right? So he's like gives her a hug and all this stuff and like. He just seems cool. Like, I don't know the guy for real, but like the, the shit that he does, like he'll post photos of him being at like, you know, he's like training with like UFC guys or something, or like he's just doing all kinds of random shit all the time. He's with his family. Like that kind of shit I love. Like when, like Will Smith, The Rock, I know that they're still kind of putting on a bit of a show because I've seen some more raw videos by those guys too. 
but but they seem like legit dudes to me that are like you know it's funny you bring up will smith because he is doing a contest now for his 50th birthday i can't believe that me either wow it's crazy and uh and and the whole thing is about uh the contest to to come celebrate at his 50th birthday and to contribute to these cause this cause i'm not, I'm not even really clear what it is uh, the minute I saw that there was, you know, something that you needed to pay for, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm out. <laughs> Next time. <I'm out. laughs> um, but he, he is one of those guys that I have always admired as someone who has been consistently, him and Jim Carrey, consistently their authentic selves through and through. Love yeah. it, hate it, don't matter. Especially Jim Carrey. It was so funny that, People will deny you the opportunity to grow and change. Yeah. Right? Because because they have you as somewhere else. Yeah, we're kind of selfish in that way. Especially with like a celebrity. We're like, fuck you changing. What's up with Jim Carrey these days, dude? Like maybe he's gone fucking crazy. It's like, I don't know, maybe he like discovered a new level of like consciousness and life and a new level, a new layer to who he actually is as a person. And he's like, wow, all this shit doesn't matter. And (laughs) you can't handle it. And you can't fucking handle it, man, because it's Jim Carrey, and he's like, the the guy's remarkable. He's on, it's unreal. He's just, he's doing his thing, man. And, and now he's he's turning around and putting a, a more authentic, down to earth, creative flair on the same art have that you helped s- him create his wealth, right? Well, have you seen his art? Yes, I have. I have. It's some of the, well, some of it, yeah. The the studio that he plays inside of, like when he is immersed in the creative. Uh, the exer- the creative exercise of putting paint to to a canvas, mm-hmm. and you see uh, the, the, any any sort of art or expression of art, I am um, super interested and intrigued by, because I get what it takes to put that thought to get that thought out and put it on a canvas. I don't do it very much anymore because I don't find the passion right now in it. Um, and I love to see how an artist works and to see Jim Carrey in his extreme fashion be personified and, and, and just channeled through these hundreds of thousands of tubes of paint that are literally everywhere. I don't know if you've seen like the studio that he works inside of because they're big, big canvases that he yeah, works yeah, in, yeah, right? Yeah, I've seen some... Uh... I've seen some. I don't know if I saw the studio, so I'm interested oh to see that. Oh my god, it is insane! Well, he probably has hundred thousand dollars worth of paint, tubes of paint everywhere, and not not because you know that's how you should set the scene. That's how it would, how some people in the right. Instagram world. How do you want this to look? How do you how want, you want it to look? Yeah. No, it's because he goes through that much goddamn paint, right? That he's got to invest up. It's just it blows my mind. You know and what? And fucking have at her, bud. Totally. Have at her. You know? It is inspiring. Yeah, dude. Because anybody who knows Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey is an example. Like, anyone who knows his story, like, I mean, fuck, the guy deserves to, like, he's kind of, like, semi-retired. Like He's, he's been an stuff. A-list actor for a very long time. Yeah, and if you're an A-list actor for a very long time, that means you're grinding the whole time. Totally. And how do you become an A-list, act- A-list actor? grinding and being broke and fucking driving from one gig to the next and hoping you get that one spot on that show and 
Like, he did that for years. He's yep. been at it since the 80s, man. Yeah. And nobody knew his fucking name until, like, 1994 or 1995 when he did the yes. number or the mask, right? And he was doing it since, like, 1980. SNL is what started to get him on the map when he when he was uh, doing the, his skits on the SNL right. Saturday Night Live. I think you're referring to In Living Color. Uh, sorry. Yeah. I am referring to In Living Color. Indeed. With the way I was an years. SNL fan. Sorry, Jim. Yeah, no worries. I like SNL too, <laughs> but I used to watch In Living Color with Jamie Foxx. Yeah. yeah. Keen Ivory Wayans and, and Sean Wayans. You know what we should do? Guys were on there. We should do some improv. Silence. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and a hush came over the crowd. Oh, I that was palpable actually. Here's the thing, man. Is I've been saying this for a while too, and I believe that at some point it's, it's it has to happen. I'm I'm down, and I I actually really want to do stand up. Like I'm terrified of it, terrified because I know I already I already know haven't done it obviously, but I know if you actually even wanted to get remotely good at stand up, like even to be able to whatever be like an amateur cop comic, you have to bomb. Like that just yeah, how it yeah, 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 you right. have to go out in front of people and tell shit jokes. And and the thing that's interesting about it is that these guys go, okay, cool. Back to the drawing board. They don't go, oh, that job, that, that, that's not that, for me. Yeah. That joke didn't work. Yeah. What they do is they start to examine it. They start to rip it apart. And it, that's also an art and a craft, but the way that you deliver <laughs> the story and the way that you get certain laughs throughout the story. And then you get the big punchline, right? I had a buddy of mine in Vancouver who wanted to pursue that. Uh, I don't know if he ever did or not. I, I get that there is a lot of consideration and what ifs that show up. Calgary's got a very uh, well-established poetry and spoken word community. And as of late, all these events are showing up in my world as an opportunity to go to, not, not to necessarily be on stage for, but just to experience it. And I haven't yet. And you're still, yeah. It's funny. I, I, I'm not even on stage. No, I know. I yet. totally get it. Because the, the thing that's interesting about that, because it could be with anything, spoken word or whatever, but the, the, the second you decide, the minute you hit whatever checkout on the, the the platform that you're registering for that event, something gets created, right? Yep. Like, and then you go to the event, there's a chance that it's going to be just like this really enrolling environment that you're like, holy fuck, I want me some of this. And now, right, you, you, you can't stop it. It's almost like... Uh, yeah, you so engage the, the freight train. Yeah, you commit to going to the event and it's like a whole new possibility, a whole new future potentially got created, right? Yeah. So it's almost like intuitive. That's why you have registered probably. Totally. Because you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to like be. Am I ready to let go of that boulder? Yeah. Holy shit. Am I going to be like in the spoken word community? What's going to happen? Then I'm going to meet someone. Then they're going to ask me if I like do this. And I'm going to be like, wow, blah, 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 I don't know. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> and then I release the hounds. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It is, uh, it is fun and exciting and scary and so so then we should do, definitely do some improv I happen to know a guy you happen to know a guy who MCs at uh, uh, Loose Theatre wow. he's like you need to do improv you know what so like, we should go and do it there's a there's a zillion reasons why you could and should and what you would benefit how you benefit totally here's here's the one thing that I know would would be 
just so invaluable in doing that kind of work because there is a part of me that secretly, covertly, wants to be able to entertain. Entertain at such a, in such a way that has people just feeling so good about themselves. That's what it is, yeah. yeah. I, I admire, when I see a good stand-up or music, I love music, especially when it's like the intimate stuff. You know when someone's like a famous artist but they're like and in they a coffee the shop. Unplugged. Yeah, they do totally. unplugged and they're just on a stage and there's like a hundred people there. I fucking love that. Because mm-hmm. those hundred people are like, oh my god, and they're talking about it like it was amazing, and then this happened, and then they did this, and I love that. I would yeah. love to yeah, and, and there's funny, just so you know, it's not really that big of a secret, number one, because you put it on the podcast, and number two, you've been doing a podcast for over a year. And I think that I think that we both want to contribute to the world and leave people feeling better and left with like a, a, a glimpse of possibility. Like there's a lot of possibility in life. And at the same time, it's entertainment, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and how do you take it to that level where um, it isn't the typical way of doing things? So we've done a podcast for a year and how, what does it look like moving forward? And I do not see it as being a, a typical podcast, which is why everything is being elevated inside of what we're doing. And I don't know what it looks like, and it scares the shit out of me. And I will revert back to the safe. It's, it's fascinating because right now, this <laughs> is fucking safe for me. Whereas when we first started... It wasn't. Okay, now that. It was like the most petrifying thing to do. Dude, I can remember like back when we did our first video. Oh my God. At your old place, right? And, and But I think what you're saying right now is pointing to, pointing to something really critical, man. It's like that expanding of the bubble, right? Because there's going to be a time and there's an opportunity. And I've heard this from comics. So maybe it doesn't work for our platform. But like some of these comics are now doing they'll do a live podcast. So they'll literally go to a comedy club or whatever it is, and they already had it set up or whatever. But people buy tickets and whatnot, and then the three guys who do that podcast are now they're like, they're literally doing a live podcast in front of everybody that's there. It's super cool. I've seen them on, on stage, and they're, they're doing a live podcast. So there's more skin in the game for something like that because now, because we're in this intimate setting. We can do whatever we want. And totally. we can quote, unquote, we can cut it out. We can... We can do whatever we want, right? So a live thing would be like, whoa. And it's the same thing with doing like a talk or, or whatever. So I think that this is a stepping stone that helps us, that's going to help us personally expand that sphere and be able to share and contribute to more people. Yes, it is a stepping stone. Dude, I got like major goosebumps on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Nice. I hope you got your seatbelt on. Yeah. I have no idea who would want to come or why or whatever, but that would be so cool to do a live podcast. I think, yeah, the possibilities are endless. And and the more, the the one thing that I'm very clear on is the more we have conversations outside of this environment about this, uh, the more likely or the, the, the closer we get to what that next thing looks like. Totally. And, and the, I think, again, 
you had mentioned, okay, I don't know what it looks like and it scares me and, uh, um, you know, we're, we're creating something. When I first started doing the podcast, it was scary. I, I think that actually is like, as lived, those are the foundational pieces that are necessary. Like those are the things that have to happen for, for any person to get to the next level. Yeah. It, all, it could be your own version of it, whatever your thing is, but but any of the people that we like look up to and admire and all that kind of stuff too, we, we, we so often forget that those are human beings that put their fucking pants on one leg at a time, just like you and I. You know what I mean? We just instantly hold them to this pedestal. No, they've actually grown to that point. Mm-hmm. Even how they show up in a conversation and you've, you've been around people that you like, for some reason you're attracted to them, you, you admire them. You're like, what is it about that guy? Well, all that guy did was fucking water the soil for the last five years, and now he's got his ninety-foot-tall bamboo tree. Totally. And you think he's some kind of fucking? And he showed up from nowhere. Yeah, yeah, he showed up from nowhere. It's not how it works, right? No. Yeah. No, that's so true. And so, in, in closing off, I have a question for everybody who's listening. What is that thing that has you so scared to take on, but? but you secretly know would make the biggest difference for you. Mm -hmm. Let us know. I'd be curious to know what those are for you. And then what do you think is available if you were to actually just fuck it and take it on? What do you think would your life would look like in uh, two, three months after doing that? Drill down to the first step. Get the ticket to the spoken word event or the comic or the improv or the personal development program, whatever it is. It's so easy to be like, oh, I want to have a, I want to start a podcast. And then there's, and then all the considerations show up. That's right. Who's going to listen? How do I you want to start a podcast? Blah, blah, blah. No. Reach out to us. Yeah. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Absolutely. You'd get a sense of what it takes to run a podcast. And we're not professionals in this, but we have, and we've learned a thing or two. We're learning as we go. Yeah. And that's what you can do too with whatever your thing is. So that's episode 37 on a Friday night, drinking some Rolling Rock. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. It's always that moment where you're like, is Brian going to say something? No? Okay. Fair enough.